You are listening to Withstood, produced by Crossbrand. Folks, one of the hardest things that any of us will ever go through in our entire life is the loss of someone close to us. Today, you're going to hear from Renee and Laura about a very interesting uh, ministry opportunity. You're going to hear their stories, and we're going to talk about grief share. Folks, welcome to the Withstood podcast today from Crossbrand. We are so excited. Um, a little bit, um, it's kind of one of those things when you do certain podcasts, you're excited about them. But at the same time, there's there's kind of a somber aspect to this, but there's definitely a celebrative um, end to all of this ministry. So this is Re- Renee Zambotti and Laura Porter, and they are going to be talking about a ministry uh, today called Grief Share. And uh, it's not just for cross-brand people. That's certainly why we had them on here. And, and you know, in the common thread with this podcast is um, pe- people need to know that your greatest hurt, your greatest m- mistake, and in, in the case of some people's testimonies, doesn't have to be who we remain. Mm-hmm. And so I just uh, am a- excited to talk to you because really it, even when you talk about grief and whether you talk about it being linear or circular or a cycle, the truth of the matter is, is we have hope because of the resurrection of Jesus and we have hope because of our community. And we just want to talk to you all a little bit about it. Um, tell us about grief share. Well, Grief Share is a program that started over 20 years ago with a group of um, put together by a group of pastors and counselors. Um, it's definitely um, God-based and driven. And yeah, like yeah. you said, it hits on our only hope is through through Jesus, through God. And that's how we actually get through this grief journey. And yes. um, I came across it when I lost my son. In uh, March of 2020, right as COVID shut down and through my grief process and my counseling, I was pointed to Grief Share and I went through the program myself and um, through meeting Laura and our Bible study class, we just saw the need for it. Um, just in our little Bible study group alone, we had three women going through multiple deaths in their families mm. and um, we just saw a need for it and we didn't um, want them to have to go through it alone. And um, so we approached the church about doing the Grief Share program here. Yeah. And uh, Brett and Mike, were, you were just uh, excited to get it going. And it just, as it is, when it's a God thing, it just opened up. And uh, one thing leads to another. And we're at almost a year now, so it's been great. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is. And um, you're... Your story of hurt and your story of loss, what what was it that made you decide that you weren't going to isolate and try to do that by yourself? I tried all that by myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tried all that by myself, and um, I did, but I had your voice in the back of my head while I was sitting there in isolation telling me, don't do that. Don't isolate. Don't self-medicate. 
and get you a, a community of people. Uh-huh. So uh, once God pulled me through that, um, I got into the counseling through, through oh, Crossbrand. Good. Good. And, uh, yeah, Was there a breaking point for you where you just said, no more, I can't? Definitely. Definitely. About- and you don't have to talk about this if you... Neither one of you don't need to share anything that you're not comfortable with. No, that's fine. No, I, um, it was just a revelation. I just kind of looking over my life and going, you know, um, drinking and isolating is not good. And like I said, I just mm. kept hearing your voice in the back of my head that that's not the way to do life. That's not the way as Christians do life. And that's not what God wanted from me. And then also um, I knew that something bigger had to come out of the loss of my child. And, oh, uh, man. It just wasn't going to end with that. And, uh, and how, I just, how old was your child? He was uh, 21. Yeah. And it was a car accident. And um, Good-looking kid. I've seen his pics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wild as a heathen, too. But <laughs> he's a good he was a good boy. But um, anyway. So yeah, was, and you've sorry. lost uh, other people. That you were close to in your life, correct? Before yes. your baby boy. Mm-hmm. And I've lost other people. I've um, grandparents and yeah. um, stepfather and fathers and stuff, but none of that hit me. It didn't get as personal to me as when I lost my son. And then I really understood what grief looks like mm-hmm. and um, how hard that can be. And I just, um, I just didn't want other people to be alone in it. Uh, like I said, it happened right as COVID shut the world down. And uh, fortunately, we were able to have a little memorial service that, that week. Well, Ross Brown was able to, to make that happen for us. We get some closure. But other than that, it was just like no contact, isolated, and shut My off goodness. from the world. So it was really hard. But um, it's just uh, and, and, and a normal death of a child, you know, um, that's not supposed to happen. You know, we're not supposed to go before our babies. Um, I, I I didn't put the timetable together on when he passed away, that that pre-COVID deal, or right when COVID hit. I, I cannot in a million years imagine. It was tough enough, but then when we were shut down, those were just some of the darkest moments in in our history, life history in America, in Texas, right here. Right, with all the fear in the news yes. and all the uncertainty and everything. It was hard. It was really hard. And, um, yeah, it was, it was tough, but God's good. Amen. He is good. And I, I learned that early on, you know. I was able to, through getting in the Word, someone recommended the Message Bible. And um, I just decided you had done a message in Ephesians, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a good place to start. I want to hear some more about that and just kind of dove into it and just started reading. It's like, I'm not going to study. I'm not going to chase rabbits. I just want to read. just want to read and see what, what God has. and Feed and, your soul. And I learned um, God just showed himself to me in a fuller sense, more deeper sense, and uh, just drew me closer. And I have changed so much over this last year just uh, in him and the people I've met and uh, just my community and my tribe has just grown. And I'm just, uh, I'm thankful for that. So 
A lot of good has come out of that. So I want to get back to that scripture that you're fixing to have to read. You're about to burst to do it. (laughs) But before I do, Laura, what's your story? What's your connection to Grief Share? Well, my husband died in 96. Um, It was a suicide. And I promised to God that if he um, could resurrect my life and save my children and I, that I would do whatever he wanted me to do. And as time went on, different groups came forward that we worked on as teams in Dallas area. And then God brought me here um, to Crossbrand. And then as Renee said, when we got into our life group on Monday, that was right after COVID, it started back up again. I met Renee and we had so many people in our small group where their family members were dying, their children were dying. And there were, like she said, there was no group that was here. And so when Renee said that to me, that how hard it was for her going through that, I said, I'm sorry, if I had started earlier, I would have been there for you. Because going through my own, I knew what that was like Mm. doing it alone. So um, we met with Brett, and it was a very um, profound moment when he opened the drawer and said, we've been praying for something like this because we had no nothing like that. It was very affirming. And the day Grief Share got started, that was interesting because... The meeting had been postponed three times, and I told Renee it will probably be on the 15th. That was the day my husband died. So it was interesting that he agreed to move forward with Grief Share, and here it had been in 96 to that day. So that was affirming wow. for me. Yeah. So it was kind of like a full God moment, a full God circle moment for us. And so they were very generous, and he said, "What Brett said, what does that look like? And we said, we want it biblically based. We want the curriculum of Grief Share so people know that they can restore their lives through the grace of God, that's the only way to do it. Like she said, you can pick other habits, but, you know, to survive. In, in 96, did you have to go alone at it, or did you have um, a I was in a huge church. It was probably 3,500. Um, my pastor was aware I wasn't real active in the church, but they knew of my story, and no one responded back. Nobody called, nobody oh. um, wrote me a card, nothing, and I just had my two boys. I didn't have any family around me, just, just the— determination to get through it with God. So I went back to my pastor and I said, I'm not here to complain, but I hear you're doing services in Mexico and Guatemala. And what about your own home front? Mm. I said, if we don't feed our own home front, what good is it going into other countries? Agree. And so he said, well, Lord, it's like this. We have to go through the elders to get things done. And we have to go through this to get a new program started internally to help our own. And so, um, I knew that I wanted to reach out and help other people. So then my pastor called me back, and I thought, oops, I'm going to get fired from the church. I rocked the wrong boat. And he (laughs) called me back, and he said, "Um, we've decided to start that group. And I said, what changed your mind? He said, our church is about 3,500 people. And he said, this couple that I explained to about starting the internal help in our community, one couple stood up and agreed to it, and... um, he said, and then their lives went into chaos, and they spoke up. And he said, in our group of 3,500 here, you were newly widowed, and you were the only one willing to cross to help them. Wow. So before I left, it was actually getting started again internally in terms of helping people in all kinds of trauma and chaos, and it was just reassuring. So I prayed, and he let me know it was time to move. And we wanted to start a little God's Cottage out here and start different ministries out here. So... We got out here. So when Renee shared that, I thought, I don't want her doing that alone. I want her to feel, you know, supported and loved. And I 
you know, and so one thing led to another. And it's been it's been hard, but it's been very affirmed by the resurrection of a lot of these lives that we've been blessed and, and painfully crossed our lives to help and to see them now getting plugged into a biblically-based program, to see them volunteering, to see their lives getting restored through the grace of God and building a healthy sense of community to move forward. And our group, it's... It's hard, but we see it grow, and we see it get blessed, and we see people thriving through the grace of God. So when my brother was killed, <clears throat> I was uh, in my early, you know, 20s, and um, uh, of course, I'm, I'm 100% male, so I tried to do it by myself, and, and, and in reality— you know, this was 1980, uh, 1988. Um, I was in Jacksonville, Texas, and I uh, found one group, mm-hmm. and I just sucked it up and went. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that bothered me about the group was um, there was not a whole lot of closure with hope. It was a not a faith-based group. And I'm not even, looking back now, I, I'm not sure how you do that deep of a wound without faith. Exactly. Uh, and so tell, tell me just some of the high points. Um, in other words, this is biblically based. It's biblically based, and um, Grief Share just goes, number one, they, they, they address that first. You know that our hope is in Christ, and um, oh, wow. it, it walks them through. It's it's a video based program. It's actually three tiered. We have a it's a video seminar. We have grief grief um well group discussion, and then we have the personal workbook that we go through. So, and they've developed the system, and it it, it works. I, um, I can tell from the people that we've been through. They've just um, yeah watching other people's stories um, from counselors and other pastors and stuff that have a, a deep meaning and can really dig into the scripture and, and how that relates and how God loves you and um, and all of that. It just kind of brings it all together, but it, it just works. But first and foremost, you know, it is based in, in that, and we do um, address the topic of salvation kind of right off. And then at the very end, we talk about heaven and what to expect of oh, that. Oh, my goodness. But it walks through the whole journey and the, the anger, the fears, the emotions of it, um, being stuck in grief, how you can get around that and, and what God wants and hopes for you through that. And uh, it's just an all-comprehensive um, program. And there's like, I guess, midway through the 13-week program, it really starts hitting the nuts and bolts and... Um, it's just it's just good, but um, and how 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 long a program is it? It's a thirteen week. Now I know program. y'all are not doing thirteen weeks. Y'all no. y'all love one another too much. Yeah, we love one another too much. We, <laughs> we, we can't get enough of each other. That's right. So, but but it's it's as far as the actual groups here. Mm-hmm. The actual program is is thirteen weeks. We're doing it twice a year. We're doing a yeah. spring and a, I mean a. January and then in September we okay. be starting another one, but then also here um, this week, Thursday, on Thursday we're doing loss of a spouse, which is a one one day seminar, and it addresses specific needs for spousal loss, mm. 
and uh, we did that last year. That's how we kicked off getting this going. And um, yeah, it's just it's just great. Walks walks through all the couple issues. What do you do now when you don't have a spouse? And my friends were couple groups. And how does that work? How does that look like? How do I take care of the secondary losses, like my finances, my um, taking out the trash, mowing the yard? I mean, how do you get through all those losses? Too? That's, that's pretty darn practical too that that's good but you said something a minute ago uh and only a person that has lost someone close to him understands that word you use and it's stuck stuck we can't you just can't sling out it seems like it's just a rut and you're stuck and and, and by the way wouldn't you agree that this is um you can be almost super Christian mm-hmm. and really, really get hit hard by grief. Right, and everybody's going to have different forms of grief. If you love somebody, you will have grief. Yeah. This is very inclusive to the total population. Yes, ma'am. It's not isolated, you know, with one person or one person's story. And we find now with a lot of people being restored through this program with the faith of God— and now they're leaning back into helping their others, you know, and they're sharing with their others. And we start to see God's momentum and bigger plan to the loss of a loved one, but more unity in the community, in a Christian community of resurrection of the pain of grief. Yeah. Yes. yeah it's not only working through it for yourself personally, but then it's also being able to give back. And that's part of the healing process, too, is to um, to help others. Uh, agreed. People, people should really camp mm-hmm. on on. Um, oh my goodness! I'm just the preacher here, and I've I've lost the reference that Paul made. You know that God's going to come. It's First or Second Corinthians that God uses. Mm-hmm. However, He has comforted us. Then we need to, in turn, mm-hmm. use that same comfort, mm-hmm. that that same mm-hmm. hope. It's interesting in Scripture, you know, you look at all those words that are encourage, encourage, which is what y'all do, encourage, encourage. But I was reading today that part of the base word in Greek or whatever they call it is to put courage in. Mm -hmm. And so I see that in what you guys do by walking alongside wounded people. Mm -hmm. You are just saying, attaboy, sick them, go, go. Go and I love the word you keep using, resurrection. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. It is. Mm-hmm. And also, we try to be inclusive to everybody. We have all different age groups. They also provide here at Crossbrand. They provide childcare if they call ahead. Um, Brett was really good to work with us, knowing that they provide the curriculum if they register online. Um, we were we bring snacks in there if they come hungry. You know, it's just about meeting people where their yeah. needs are. Uh, my husband Butch, he's a part of the men's. Part two, because a lot of men need to have fellowship, like you were saying mm. earlier, with other yeah. men. Yes. And we want to and make sure. And we do sure. have men show up, preacher. You do? We do. <laughs> a few. A few. <laughs> well, and and that's a hard egg to crack. Yes, it is. It, and, and it's pitiful. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no, oh my goodness, we need one another. We do, and Butch is so good about that because he's seen the, loss of his mother, his sister, and then a grandchild not too long ago as well. And, and he has such a oh. tender heart, and he's just oh, able he to does. speak to men. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's special. It, it just truly is. When, 
when we first started this, we're all going, this is hard. I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is hard. We got to reopen our own wounds to to do this, and um, we just scratch our heads sometimes, going, "Man, I just, you know." But seeing everybody in such a deep grief at that moment, but now, once we're through our first session and we see how far God's taken them, mm-hmm. and the smiles on their faces and the hope that yeah, they have, yeah. it's just, oh my gosh, it's. And people don't need to get the wrong idea. This is not. Um, this is not professional licensed therapy. This is a fellowship group mm-hmm. uh, that uses God's principles. Am I right? That's right. And, and and I'm telling you, the cool. Every time I go down to the ranch house after y'all been there, I see um, uh, it looks like a home, mm-hmm. and it looks like y'all are doing what church is supposed to be mm-hmm. done. Like you know, you're you're circled up, and you're you're not in rows, and mm-hmm. you're going to look into each other's uh, eyes, mm-hmm. and ultimately into each other's mm-hmm. souls. Um, and we also wrote. We also pray. We also pray over every meeting beforehand, and even after we end. And we also um, encourage people as they grow and they want to grow out to get plugged in into the support groups and yeah. you know whatever they can do to take them beyond just their pain, but take them out to a bigger. Wow. Like Renee was saying, a bigger purpose. Mm. And like a lot of them are now saying, you know, they're. There's a bigger purpose and plan that God has for me, not just the loss of my loved one. And we've been hearing a lot of those stories in less than, what, a a year, Mm -hmm. and watching them putting it into being proactive with Christ in their community instead of letting it devour them in their story. Another good word. That's exactly what grief will do. Devour. Absolutely. Then also we have, um, we talked about Butch, but we also have uh, Sabrina with us, Mm -hmm. who's also um, a Stevens minister. Mm -hmm. So we partner with them as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So not only, you know, do we provide the grief share stuff, but they're also getting the support of Stevens ministry. Mm -hmm. And anytime they they want that one-on-one. Yes, yes, yes. Um, What is that scripture you want to share? Yes. Um, And that's from the message, right? The message. Yeah. I can read it right. I get a little tongue-tied, but it's um, it's Second uh, Corinthians four five through six it says. Remember, our message is not about ourselves. We're proclaiming Jesus Christ, the Master. We are all His messengers, errand runners from Jesus for you. It started with God. It started when God said, "Light up the darkness," and our lives filled up with light as we saw and understood God in the face of Christ. That's so true, all Mm. bright and beautiful. If you only look at us, you might well miss the brightness. We carry this precious message around in the unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives. That's to prevent anyone from confusing God's God's incomparable power with us. So it's not us at all. It's 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 God and it's the godly men and women who put this program yes. together. Yeah. And it's all about that. That's a great scripture for y'all. Yes. It's a great scripture God for y'all. God gave that to me first thing this morning. Amen. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Um parting shots. Anything that we've not uh, covered or maybe the Lord has prompted you to say? We know that we hear this a lot. It's really hard walking through our doors at the ranch house, you know, to face mm-hmm. that demon of grief. Mm-hmm. And we just encourage people to please come and check it out and to not do life alone 
And we're praying that it opens up even larger doors for people to come forward with their faith and not have fear and let them isolate at home. And Renee, like she said, what the program says, at least give it three shots before you. Three, three times, three visits. And a lot of people said that they do that and then they, they stay. Just have the but courage to do that. Mm-hmm. I remember one person and I said, they're like, I'm just coming this one time. Someone told me I had to come this one time. I said, okay, well, um, program ask you give me three. Give me three times. And they stayed for like five. So <laughs> wow. I was pretty encouraged by that. Yeah. That's a, a hard egg to crack right there. But yeah, yeah. It just saw the value in it and, and mm-hmm. helping and healing that comes comes through it. But my last shot would be just a big thank you to you and Brett and Crossbrand and um, Christine, Gabby, and all of them that helped make that happen and support us. And it's just it's just an honor. But but y'all are this is this is what church is supposed to look like. Yes, it is. This is what church is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, not the rows. Once a week, mm-hmm. but doing life, uh, even the messy parts together. Yes. Doing the messy parts together. Folks, again, this has been Renee and Laura. They are with Griefshire at Cross Brand. Um, you, is there a contact or anything, uh, a way that we know? In other words, people can go on our website and watch for the dates, correct? Yes. There's that, and then also they can go to uh, griefshare.org okay. and uh, put in a zip code, find Crossbrand. There are a lot of different programs. Oh, wow, really? There are a lot of different programs, people, different churches doing it, and I'm, this is not just for Crossbrand. I'm, I'm here for the grieving people. You find what fits you uh-huh. and your time slot and just plug in. Yeah. You know, if it's not here, plug in somewhere, but... Um, we are going to have our 13-week program again starting September 15th. Okay. Uh, we're having loss of a spouse this week and again in, in August. And then, of course, in the November and December, we'll be doing Surviving Holiday, which for my first holiday oh, a, a was wreck. a godsend. I boohooed the whole time, but it, yeah. it will get you through it, I promise. Amen. Amen. Ladies, thank you all so much. Mm-hmm. We love you. So glad that you're uh, our sisters. Thank you. God thank bless you. So much. you.